0: Now, 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 from two different studios separated by over a thousand miles and direct to you via digital podcast download. This is the
1: VoiceOver Cafe.
0: Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to another episode of the VoiceOver Cafe. VO News served up piping hot. Uh, Trish, how come you never say the slogan? How come I'm always the one saying it?
2: Uh, well, you're always the first to talk,
0: Terry. Well,. <laughs> I'm, I'm uh, you. Nice. You can say it from now on. I'm tired of it. Uh, hey. <laughs> <laughs> In fact, I quit it's this show, man. Three. You know the ratings aren't where we wanted them, so I freaking quit. <laughs> you are on your own. No, I'm uh, yeah, welcome fine. back. Hey, um, we got a great show again uh, for you today. Dave Carvassier is going to be on uh, the blogger king of the voiceover industry, and uh, one of the uh, one of the people behind the new World Voices, which is pretty much taken up. Well, it's not it's not taking over Savoa. Savoa is doing their own thing. Mm-hmm. And uh, for those of you that have never heard of Savoa or World Voices. Um, stick around to hear Dave talk about it and he explains it better than anybody because Trish I still really can't explain it very well when somebody asks me what Savoa is Um, do do you want to take a brief crack at it
2: Sure. I mean, basically it's just, it's kind of our version of a certification because there is no, there's no way of going to school and getting a degree in what we do. This Savoa was the original reason. It's a way of kind of putting a stamp of approval on our professionalism, a level of professionalism that should be in the industry. There's, I mean, you can just, anybody can just go and set up a website, buy a microphone and say that they're a voice talent. But with Savoa, it was kind of, you know, that they, 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 you needed to pass certain tests in both performance and techni- uh, technology, uh, technical aspects of your sound booth and and your, your home studio, that you had to pass certain levels of it in order to get certified. So that way, when clients see that, it would mean to them that you are at least above par, you know. Perfect. Um, but... The problem was, it sounds like, from what Dave had to say, was that the clients, they weren't marketing the the organization to clients. Clients didn't know. I mean, I've never been asked, are you a Savoa talent? So no. I think that's where the whole split happened. So we're going to have Dave go into the details. On yeah,
0: that. a little debacle in the marketing. And, uh, you know, it's, it sounded like the organization had uh, worse problems than our current Congress. So uh,
3: <laughs> it just sounded like
0: kind of a debacle and a little bit of a meltdown. And, uh, you know, uh, tempers flared. It was, uh, it was something that really should have been caught on C-SPAN. <laughs> but uh, it would have been interesting to see some of the visuals because I heard I definitely heard some stories we don't need to waste any more time talking about it here but uh I'll be anxious to hear what what Dave uh, said uh hey a little success story for you Trish you know how much I love some of these lowball voiceover directories where they advertise oh, yeah. voice talents hey we'll do a 10 page e-learning narration for two dollars. Yep. <laughs> well, I had a client, uh, I was talking to a client who was actually considering uh, using one of those directories. And uh, he had actually went through, I'm not saying that there's not, no, first of all, I'm not saying there's not talented people on some of those directories. I'm not ripping on the people that feel like they have to sign up for those services. But uh, it was nice to kind of hear from a client that actually went through a lot of the directories and really didn't like, like any of them at all and ended up working with me. So. Uh, a victory for me and uh, zero points for the lowball voiceover directories of the world. Thank you very much.
2: <laughs> well, can, can you just give us a little bit of a background? Like, how did you connect with this client and how did you know that they were going to try to use one of those or that they had gone through the process of trying to use the, one of those sites?
0: Well, he had he had sent me an email and then uh, we had a conversation uh, after we exchanged a few emails, he says, Well, I'm kinda looking at a few other people and I didn't really know what that was supposed to mean. I assumed that he'd maybe just uh you know emailed a couple of different voice talents and that's fine and, and then I finally got him on the phone and um those uh those other talents were the the lowball voiceover directories that he was looking into, but he never really found a talent that really suited his uh, the project that he was working on. And he did also mention that he didn't, he just really didn't like, he, he thought it sounded like just kind of a, uh, you know, kind of a, he he, he used the word sleazy, uh. you know, for a couple of them. It kind of looked like a sleazy uh, a website, you know, and some of them do kind of have that approach. Like, you know, <laughs> you know, when, when they're advertising 10 minute narrations for five bucks, I mean, that sounds pretty sleazy to me
2: yeah and what really bothers me is when people purposely use the word cheap
3: oh, I mean, cheap yes. is
2: never good I mean no. how can you use the word cheap and actually you know be be respected in in the work that you do I, it just i I never understood that because cheap is is usually you know meant to be a, a, kind of a, a negative thing of course that's now that I'm thinking about it that's in in my uh, naming of the my soundproofing video, it says uh, you know soundproofing on the cheap, but I think that's a little bit different. When that it comes is a to little a service. That's
0: definitely a little bit different, and you know the, the good news is there's plenty of clients out there that really understand that uh, they need a professional voice talent to voice their projects. You know if they really care about moving product. Or selling their services, they they realize that they have to get a professional voice talent and will pay the full rate for a good voice talent.
2: Yeah. Yeah. True. Well. Cool. Well. Thanks for sharing that. With
0: yeah. Us. It's just. It's. I love. You know. Any. Any time it's a victory over one of those lowball sites, I go out and celebrate. It's. Uh. <laughs> it, it just. It makes me feel good. It's good. It's not just good for me. It's good for the voiceover industry in general. That you know mm-hmm. some of us are sticking to our guns and sticking to the rates that we feel that we deserve for the time that we put in. Mm-hmm. And uh, it just makes Educating me feel good.
2: Clients one by one. It's really what it comes down to.
0: Exactly. But. Uh, hey let's get to uh, let's get to the uh, voiceover cafe mailbag the voiceover cafe mailbag all right this one comes somebody actually uh, contacted me through my Facebook brand page which is facebook.com slash voiceovers by Terry Daniel feel free to click the like button in fact I demand that you do it
2: <laughs> hey if you're as long as you're on the page you might as well click that. I know well that's just
0: it it's like don't visit the page and not hit the like button for God's sake. <laughs> And then Trish, what is your Facebook brand page? Might as well, we'll throw that plug in real quick.
2: Uh, it is facebook.com slash Trish the Dish
0: VO. Very nice. Very catchy as well. I try. Um, this one comes from Bill. This is a good question too. When it comes to your marketing, when it comes to marketing your voice over business, where do you get the most bang for your buck and why? Uh, Trish, why don't you tackle that first one and I'll, uh, oh. I'll come in afterwards.
2: That's actually hard because I have so many avenues that I get work from and that I, I you know kind of try um, but I would say emails direct emails to ad agencies and production companies or phone calls if you can um, those are have, have made me the most uh, direct relationships with uh, with clients that have that have hired me again and again
0: For those of you that are going to market via email, um, with talent agencies, it's always important to follow the protocol on their websites because some some of them uh, want the MP3 of your demo and then there's other ones that still want the CD uh, mm-hmm. sent to them. So definitely follow the protocol on their websites. If they if they want a CD, don't send them an MP3 All right uh, because that's that's showing them that you just can't follow direction and that that's not good. Mm-hmm. But, uh, and then with the product, I've always been, you know, and you might think differently, Trish, but when you're, when you're marketing via email, I always like to ask permission. To send a demo. I don't just like sending random emails with attachments of my demos. It's it's kind of like dropping a big giant box and barging into somebody's house and dropping a big box on their living room floor unannounced.
2: Taking off. Yeah, yeah. No, that's that's true. Definitely ask permission, you know. Or what I do is when I email someone to ask if they accept voiceover demos, I just make sure that my, I mean, you know, the, the link to my website is in my email signature. So they don't even, I don't, many times. I don't even have to email them an actual demo an mp3 demo because if they are interested if they get an email that says you know uh, do you accept demos and then they see that there's a link to my demos right in the email they're going to click on the link and I've had that many times where the reply back is yes actually we do accept them I went to your website you sound great we'll keep you on file Perfect, and it's that simple. And it's it is it's kind of just kind of a way of skirting around the issue of sending or asking to send an attachment of some sort.
0: Very, very good. And uh, Bill, I also I do a lot of website marketing. I do a lot of search engine optimization work, which takes a lot of money and a lot of time sometimes. But uh, a lot of my clients do find me online when they find my uh, websites. But uh, as Trish and I have talked. Uh, to the point where we're almost blue in the face, you know. We do a lot of social media marketing as well through Facebook, LinkedIn, Twitter, and Google Plus. So, that's really where we get uh, the most bang for our buck. Uh, he also that's does true. have a second question here. He wants to know what your favorite signature drink is on the Voiceover Cafe menu. Um, well, uh, Bill, I like the uh, I like the Belvini Scotch 15 year. No, wait, we don't serve that here. <laughs>
2: going to say that that's not a that's not a cafe drink
0: no that's not really a cafe drink at all um i don't know trish what's your
2: double latte mochaccino
0: oh man that sounds delightful bill we thank you for uh asking the questions today on the voiceover cafe mailbag and um if you'd like to uh ask us a question for a future episode You can uh, contact us at terry at universalvoicetalent.com, or you can email Trish at trish at voiceoversbytrish.com, and we'll be happy to read them on a future uh, episode.
1: The Legal Minute with Rob Siglimpeglia,
0: or something like that.
3: This is Rob Sighampeglia with another Legal Minute. You know, the number one complaint I hear as an attorney from voiceover artists is about payment, either not getting paid or not getting paid timely. I've been hearing complaints from voiceover artists that payments have been taken 60 days, 90 days, sometimes even longer. This may be one of the realities of our business, but there are ways to combat this. First of all, it's my opinion that you should always get money up front. You should either get a credit card number from your client or get a deposit through PayPal, preferably 50%. That will alleviate the problem of you not getting paid timely. Then, when you send the final file to your client, you can ask them if they'd like you to charge the card or if you'd like to invoice them. And if they don't pay you, you have always got their credit card. Also, what I've discovered recently through the World Voices organization being their counsel, I was involved with drafting some of the codes of conduct. One of the points in the code of conduct for VoiceTown, I got a little pushback on, and it kind of surprised me. The point states that voice talent should invoice their clients immediately after their job, preferably within 24 hours. Well, I was surprised with the number of responses that came back saying that voice talent didn't agree with this because some voice talent choose to invoice their clients at the end of the month, once, all of them, for all their jobs. I disagree wholeheartedly in invoicing your client once at the end of the month. And here's why. I think it's a bad business practice. Let's just say you did a job on the 5th of the month. And you don't invoice till the 30th of the month. There's 25 days you haven't gotten paid simply because you haven't invoiced yet. So if the client takes 30 days, which is kind of the norm for them to pay, that's going to be 55 days before you receive payment. No wonder why voice talent are complaining that they're not getting paid within 30 days because they're not invoicing right away. Think about this practically. Do you remember what auditions or jobs you've done 25 days ago without having to look it up? Just think about the, the client do you think they remember you in 25 days? Do you think they remember that job that you did 25 days ago? They're already on to the 20th job, the 50th job, the 100th job after yours. You're lucky if they even remember your name by the time 25 days pass. So what's going to happen is they're going to get your invoice. They're going to put it on the pile on the side of their desk, and they're going to get to it when they get a chance. That's not good for timely payment. If you invoice right away, it's fresh in their mind. They know about it and it actually helps them to get their invoices paid timely. Also, having a strong written contract or a strong contractual arrangement by exchange of emails can also help you get paid and get paid timely. I talk about contracts and what should be in one, and I even include a sample contract in my new book, VoiceOver Legal. It's available now on voiceoverlegal.com. This is Rob Sigmpeglia with A Legal Minute. Now back to the VoiceOver Cafe. Random Skype call.
2: Oh, Peter Bishop is online. Let's call him
4: hi hello is this peter bishop yes it certainly is and that sounds like trish peter bishop
0: trish and terry daniel
4: here what up hi terry hi trish um just sitting here editing so i'm happy so thank you for the distraction
2: oh sure we're uh we're, we're calling you for the random skype call for uh this you're on the voiceover cafe
4: oh cool yeah. I'm in illustrious company now. Last week, <laughs> Bo last week, me. Okay. Now what? Uh, <laughs> I Bo, it, guys. Bo, I Bo was our
2: guest. So Bo was our guest, and then I don't remember who was the random Skype. We had uh, we had
0: Zach Miller. We randomly called him. That's who it was. And yep. that's who it is. Oh, but
4: right, Zach, yes.
0: Peter, you're so, the lucky guy this week. What uh, what kind of project are you editing? If you don't mind me asking. Audiobooks. Oh, uh, wonderful.
4: Yes. Um, Eight hours of narration turns into ooh, lots of uh, editing. Yeah, Yeah, that's that's not time consuming.
0: I avoid that like the plague. (laughs) Peter,
4: I don't even like editing. You do a lot of educational stuff anyway, don't you? So you do the long form yourself.
0: Yeah, I do. But, you know, I don't even like editing a 15 second spot. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm not a lover of of editing. It you know, it kind of depends if it's if it's if it's a rainy day and I've got all kinds of time to do it, then I don't mind it, but as uh, as you know, yeah, with the educational and uh medical narrations, uh, a lot of editing is definitely involved.
4: I don't like the medical stuff. I always feel like whatever symptom they're describing, I always I always walk away with it. So, uh I feel bad with it sometimes.
0: But well, what types of projects are you? I mean, what would your niche considered to be?
4: Um, well, apart from the audiobooks and the long form, I seem to have fallen into um, what Europeans expect a Brit to sound like on a documentary.
3: So, <laughs> I, I have had that,
4: that. I've been revoicing a lot of um, Swedish, Italian, uh, and some German um, documentaries where they're reproducing for. Uh, an international market or for film festivals, that sort of thing, where they want a um, British narration. And, uh, and trying to fit in a nice, straight Brit narration into the same slot where an Italian has been going 19 to the dozen is sometimes a challenge. So, Peter, what town do you live in? I'm out on Long Island, Belport, about um,
0: an hour outside the city. Wonderful. Do you ever... Uh, and then I know you and I, I think, have kind of connected a little bit online, but I don't believe we've ever met in person, and that uh, that needs to change.
4: We actually did have a fleeting meeting at the uh, 2011 pre-Christmas mixer in the city. And you and I you and I, had a conversation that night? Um, I wouldn't be so sure as to call it a conversation. I think it was like, hi, shake hands, move on. But you were very busy.
0: Oh, it wasn't like, can I get you a cab?
4: <laughs> no, it was earlier.
0: <laughs> well, man, there were so many people at that thing. It's just uh, well, then good. I'm glad we had a chance to meet. Um and uh what uh, what kind of fun are you working on? So what kind of stuff do you have coming up?
4: Uh again some documentary work, but mainly mainly the books. Um I've I'm still auditioning every now and again. There's a few Bits and pieces out there where I've had some feedback, but uh, mainly it's uh, I got a documentary on the go and three audio books on the go, so that's keeping me busy at the moment.
0: Well, that's awesome. Well, we know you've got a big editing job ahead of you, so uh, we no, will. No,
4: I need the distraction. <laughs> <laughs> Please, my my mouse hand is worn out.
0: Oh <laughs> man, yeah. Well, I tell you what, I've uh, what uh, tell us tell some of the listeners what uh, recording software you use.
4: Um, basically, I keep it very simple uh, to start with. I use Sound Studio 4, which is very much like uh, Twisted Wave for the yes. Mac. Um, but if I want to do anything more than that, if I'm doing some multi track stuff, I'll use Adobe Audition or Soundtrack Pro. But basically, just keep it simple. Um, I don't use any outboard effects, I do everything in post if it's needed. Um, but just Sound Studio 4. Um, Cheap and cheerful it it's like um audacity with all the rough edges knocked off, yeah no doubt and, uh, with and do you use a lot of shortcut keys uh, no I don't actually um I'm getting old and my memory's gone so I can never remember them
2: <laughs> I, know. I don't use them either so. well
4: I always forget what I
0: what I assigned certain keys to so I'll accidentally like elbow you know the letter p and all of a sudden my computer explodes
4: it's I think uh, I'm
0: limited about
4: I can keep about four or five in my head, like Control-F, Control-Z, obviously, and, or Z, as I would say. Um, but any anything more than that, it's uh, I, I tend to just um, click around a lot with a mouse, which can be tiresome sometimes. But uh, I've seen some of these people work, and they're keyboard ninjas. I mean, I could, you know, the color-coded keyboards and everything like that. I could never do that.
0: Yeah,
2: I can't. I can't get up on that. I think either. I've got about
0: 15 going in Adobe Audition, and it really saves me a lot of time. I'm not a big... I, I just don't like to... I mean, obviously, I use the mouse, but I, I like to really just stick with the keyboard as much as humanly possible.
4: Yeah, maybe I should give it another try
0: and keep Post-it notes with uh, all the uh, shortcuts. That's
2: not a bad idea. Yeah,
0: definitely. A big <laughs> list, like, right in front of uh, in front of your workstation there of what each shortcut key uh, does.
2: That's like, that sounds like it might work for you, too, Terry.
0: Yeah, I probably. Well, forget. I need no, I, I need notes for just about everything in my life. Yeah. You know, not just voiceover related. I, I need constant reminders of what to do next. Um, but, Peter, uh, thank you so much for being a, a part of our random Skype call. And uh, we'll see you uh, very soon. And, um, you know, we'd like to invite you to even come on and be a guest with us someday.
4: Oh, that'll be great. Thank you. Well, I've enjoyed the break here. I think you guys are doing a good job starting this up again. So uh, I look forward to it uh, every week from now on.
2: Thank you. Um, It's Well, it's uh, technically every other week, but... You know, where maybe maybe every week is is in the cards later on when me and Terry have a little more time.
0: Yeah, no doubt about it.
2: But uh, but we want to welcome you in as the the voice of our barista, which we're going to be introducing very soon. So for those of you that are trying to pinpoint the voice in later episodes from this one, Peter Bishop is actually going to be the voice of our barista. Yes. So,
4: other passion i am in fact a coffee geek so uh, <laughs> oh, that's wonderful awesome. well, that's uh, we
0: look forward to hearing more of those liners from you too peter great
4: okay <laughs> All guys. Right, well man. thanks a lot for,
0: for the call i appreciate it oh man great guy trish and boy do i feel like a jackass <laughs> It's okay. It's like great. Guys, oh, we had a conversation. A in, yeah, we had a conversation in two thousand eleven. Uh, yeah, thanks for making me look like a buffoon, Peter. I uh, I appreciate that. But yeah, it was great to uh, great to have him on the random Skype call.
2: Oh, yes. Peter's awesome, and he's great. He's he's a Brit here in the States that, uh, I don't know, I've just become very fond over. I I actually met met him at a uh, FAFCON in Harrisburg, Pennsylvania, which is in Hershey, uh, Pennsylvania. So um, he and I connected there, and uh, we've actually become pretty good friends. So uh, he's he's a good guy, great talent, very good audiobook, um, does some really great work, so...
0: You are listening to the VoiceOver Cafe, VO News, served up piping hot. And we've got one of the hottest guys in the industry, Trish. And uh, we like to call him Corvo. We don't care what anybody else calls him, but uh, he's on with us now. Good morning, David.
1: Greetings. Of course, it's I just, uh, it's I, early in Las Vegas today.
0: I just said we called you Corvo, and then I call you David like a complete moron.
1: It sounds like <laughs> I answered a <to> both. <laughs>
0: What the hell happened over at Savoa? Did you blow that place up or what?
1: Well, you know, it's been there for five or six years, and all of maybe 180 members, and what we found out from the bylaws was they weren't even members and nobody knew. Uh, You know, there was just a lot going on there that, uh, that wasn't out in the open. And uh, one of the things was is that um, we'd never taken minutes. There was no record of minutes. There was very little financial records. Uh, we're not even sure the taxes were filed. Uh, w- we as a board of executive board felt that we were really exposed to any kind of legal action, and we felt it was irretrievable and there was no way to um, protect ourselves other than to withdraw in-, in mass from the board. So we did. Well, the founder standing there alone. Well, what, what was the
0: exact objective of Savoa? Why was the organization put together in the first place? Tell us, because we have a lot of new uh, listeners and a lot of new voice talents uh, that, that right. may not even have ever heard of this. So why don't you okay. shed a little light on, on what the organization was all about?
1: Well, the goal w- was, you know, praiseworthy. Uh, the original intent was to create these... Let I me mean, think of what Savoa stands for now, the Society of Accredited Voice-Over Artists, to to create a, a kind of a trade group or a guild where where we could certify, according to kind of this arbitrary standard, uh, what voice actors could do, you know, their, the, the technical standards of their studio, uh, how well they delivered copy. Those were all kind of subjective things, but we were making a, a stab at at certifying, accrediting, uh, voice actors. And, and a lot of people really like the idea. They like the idea of having a shield that they could pose on their, on their signature or on their website and say, I've been cr- accredited by Savoa. And, and the thing is, is it's, it's like I said, it's a praiseworthy goal, but it never really took off. And, and certainly studios and people who hire us never took notice. Uh, and those were part of the frustrations we had with the organization to begin with. So we, we all now have founded an, a new organization. And I'd rather move on and talk about the old. I'd rather talk about the new. And yes. uh, we're, we're calling it we're calling it worldvoices.org. Now, that's a, that's a mouthful. And we, we searched through about 50 different acronyms looking for a better one. But the problem is, is a lot of this stuff is already taken up in domain names. And so we'd find a great acronym, but the domain name was not available. Or we'd find a great domain name, but it didn't fit right with a... With a name, so we we ended up with worldvoices.org, dot org, and we're calling it Wovo, and uh, it it has a, a much of the same uh, principles, you know, as Savoa. We want it to be, you know, a, a guild, a true guild, not a union, uh, and we we have opened it up, just wide open. We're, we're asking anybody and everybody to participate in writing the bylaws, choosing their officers, uh, writing the codes of best practice. We have a lot of hopes that this will be j- just uh, everything Savoia wasn't. And, and that means member driven and transparent.
2: So Dave, what's next for, uh, for World Voices? What are the next steps and, and how are you gonna really integrate this into the industry?
1: Well, uh, first of all, let me, let me just say that uh, this core, this executive board that withdrew from the old group, is is now the new board, and that, that's me, uh, Robert Siglampaglia, which I think you guys know as a lawyer of the of the stars.
0: Yes, of course. <laughs> uh, Dan,
1: Dan Leonard, uh, Chris Mezzalesta, uh, Andy Boyer. And uh, Dustin Ebaugh, who, mm-hmm. who is our president, and he he lives out here in Las Vegas now, so it's kind of a one-two punch from Vegas. We, we incorporated in Las Vegas, and we, there's just been a flurry of, I mean, tw- 200 emails every day from this small group of people going back and forth. We've incorporated, we've set a charter, we've uh, put out suggested uh, bylaws, codes of best practice for coaches, members. Uh, and producers, we're uh, we're working to uh, uh, to get a lot of participation from people on, on those documents, so we can you know make it for everybody. Uh, we've got a website. We've uh, you know we've just leaped a lot of hurdles. We're we're trying to get copyrighted, uh, trademarked, all those things t- take a little time. But but already in just two or three weeks, we've achieved. Five times as much as Savoa did in five or six years. We've already got over 200 interested members, people who want to join, and we never even got that number in you know five or six years with Savoia. So we really think we're onto something. We've touched a nerve. A lot of people have called us with interest, and uh, we know we're encouraged by that. So moving ahead, we just got to continue to knock down those those uh, basics. We got to get uh, you know the final wording of the, the bylaws, and it sounds all official, you know. But but uh, <laughs> it really, it's just a matter of getting our ducks in a row and being and being. Uh, Absolutely legitimate instead of a, kind of a, a hidden organization, which would, turned out what Savoy was.
0: Now, with uh, with some of the talents that were members of the old organization, do they automatically get transferred over to World Voices or do they have to actually apply again?
1: Yeah, that's a, that's a great question. Oh, well, by the way, I, I left out Kat Kiesling, who, who joined us because she was also on an early board of Savoa oh, yeah. And, and yeah. Withdrew, withdrew for the same reason. She's so great. Um, but to answer your question, Terry, w- we are sure that anybody who had a Savoa shield will be automatically uh, you know, entered into this new organization uh, without any kind of a question. But we're going to have a, 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 probably a three-tiered system of membership. Uh, which means that you can come in as an associate for you know a twenty five dollar fee and 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 you'll be able to say uh, I, you know i'm I'm in world voices and then if you uh, desire a higher certification, you know you pass again a, a certain uh, standard of of uh, recording we, we basically this is for people with home studios we want to know that you know how to keep your noise floor low that you uh, keep your plosives out of your Recordings that you can interpret, copy, and these—yes, some of these things are subjective—and we're getting a little pushback on that. But we think the the technical standards uh, are pretty ironclad. You can set those noise floor decibel levels, and and expect that a, a person who really knows how to use their home studio can do that.
0: I don't know what you're talking about, Dave.
1: <laughs> <laughs> what are you? You a putz? What are you?
0: Oh my God! Oh no! God. Oh, no I'm going to get my badge <laughs> taken away now. Oh, no, and no. be fined we're, by the new organization.
1: Really, it's, be, it's, it's really going to be wide open. And, and a, a, a guild means it's by members and for members. And we all cooperate on the standards. And we all make it, e- you know, not easy, but but acceptable for everyone.
0: Now, is this strictly for non-union talents or can union talent get involved? Any any way. Uh, we're, we're not getting a lot of acceptance
1: from unions because they don't quite get what we are yet. But we we think with sag after merging and, and maybe making some strides in their own uh, progress that, that uh, we can actually interface with them and become sort of a farm team, you know, like a triple-A club for them. And, and if people want to move up, they can, you know, join the union. And, and we, we don't know. We're really exploring the possibility that that might be something in the future. But right now, we're getting mostly non-union talent, but we, we don't care. It doesn't matter to us. I mean, uh, m- most union talent uh,
0: uh, haven't
1: haven't explored
0: us yet so well more importantly i think the, the most important question yet is world voices are they willing to link to the voiceover cafe
1: <laughs> well i think that's a given i mean we just don't succeed without you <laughs> it's all you about is us there
2: Trish. Bar, is there going to be a bar at the headquarters that's well there's
1: <laughs> no it will be a cash bar yes oh man Come oh yes yeah, <laughs> a cash we're bar. just a we're a non-profit you know we can't make oh uh, can yeah make money on this stuff yeah
0: Oh, well, God. that sounds like a great organization, and we're all looking forward to uh, getting involved. But uh, let's move on because a lot of people in the industry uh, know you as as just a really, really good blogger. I think uh, personally, on a personal level, I think you're one of the best uh, bloggers out there. Uh, anybody that's getting into blogging about their voiceover business should really take a look at your site, and they would definitely uh, learn a thing or two, or a thing or twelve. I mean, it's really, I mean, you're really kind of the go-to guy. Uh, for what's happening in the industry, tell tell us a little bit h- how you got started in the blogging industry. You uh, know, obviously, give us the uh, the URL of your blog and tell us a little bit about how it's grown into this this huge empire.
1: <laughs> well, let me. T- uh, I forgot to get the the URL for World Voices. It's World voicesorg dot org. Yes, yes. As far as my blog, uh, Terry, you know what? I, I I just jumped into it with two feet and but. Over time now, I've realized that it's really just an extension of my being a news guy as well, because I just love telling people about the latest, and, and that's what my blog has become for voiceover. And I, and I think I do it okay, and I'm a fairly good writer, and so it's caught on. And and uh, I, I just pay it all forward. I don't care. I'm not. There's not an ad anywhere on my blog. I, I just I just feel like it's what I can do for the community, and and I get a lot of reward just for no good reason uh, for, for having helped to tell people about things, and, and it just makes me feel good to do that. Uh, yes, it's a lot of work, but I've gained a lot out of it. I, I've really uh, become um, a much better writer. I'm much more disciplined about my approach to my day because I know I've got some some time during the day I've got to produce a blog. And so I'm always thinking about well, what can I write about? Well, the, and so I'm always keeping my antenna up about what what's out there that, that would matter to voiceover people this day. And it's, it's led to some interesting uh, conversations and interviews. And <laughs> I've, I've really developed my sources much better because of the blog. Uh, I know where to go to find things really easily. And, and uh, I'm, I'm really happy people depend on it or, or look forward to it because I, I get a lot out of just the association and, and, and the relationships that develop from it too.
0: Well, you, yeah. some of you guys that blog every day and come up with content every day, you guys really piss me off. You know, I, I have to sit there and brainstorm from sunrise to sunset just to come up with a decent blog like once a month.
1: Yeah, uh, You do great, Terry. Your blogs are great. And, and see, it, you do get a little dry at the well sometimes. And so I, I admit some of my blogs are more or less referrals to other great sites or, or they're just uh, like today. I wrote about a couple of great sites to, to download software from. And, and that's a little, you know, light. <laughs> I mean, to me, that's a light blog. Because <laughs> uh, I haven't put a lot of myself personally into analyzing or, or or you know extrapolating one topic to to its fullest, I'm just you know putting information out. But but still, people tell me they love it. They, that's what they turn to my blog for, especially is uh, social media first of all, and secondly technical and and uh, internet stuff, uh, web stuff. You know, what's going on uh, technically on the web. And, and so I I enjoy that stuff. You know, that, and, and you do too. And, and so we, uh, I just put it out there and and it turns out people really look forward to it. So
2: well, first of all, I think extrapolating should be our VO term of the day.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Not always easy to say three times in a row.
2: (laughs) But, uh, but I know that I go to your blog quite often Dave to to find out what the latest toy is online mm-hmm. you know I mean you're totally up and I mean me and Terry both have our respective you know he's he's the Facebook expert I'm the Twitter expert so to speak you know per mm-hmm. se but um, but you're the you're the guy that's kind of up on everything I don't know <laughs> how you do it but I I really am thankful that you that you are up on everything because uh, I, I go there a lot to to find out what's what's going on and I found some really great tools uh, via you know your your blog so thank you um, I'm glad you're out there
1: I'm honored that you read Trish that makes me feel good uh, <laughs> <Here's I read. laughs> a couple of the uh, a, cu- a couple of the really um, the, the the blogs that get the most traffic still are a couple that I did one was 50 plus royalty-free music sites and another was 26 plus Sound effects sites. Those nice. two pages get hits every day regardless.
2: Interesting.
1: And uh, and I've written some other blogs um, that that get hits. Too. One of the ones that I, I'm really glad I wrote a couple of years ago, and I keep it updated all the time, is one that's for newbies. Because, you know, we all get the emails or the calls from someone who says... You know, I've been told I have a great voice, but I'm a plumber, and I really want to get into voice acting. <laughs> uh, and, and you don't know what to tell these people because they're always nice, and they want to just get a leg up. And you, you got to tell them somehow nicely that it's you know 80% marketing and 20% voice, and, and a great voice will get you only so far. Uh, and so I have this blog that I just send them to. I just send them the URL and say, look through all the links on this blog article. And when you're done with that, then call me back. And I
0: almost never get a call back. So. Do you guys, uh, do either one of you guys know how I could get into plumbing? <laughs> it might be actually, yeah. At least they're accredited. You
1: know, they take the right. test for certification. <laughs> yes.
0: <laughs> yes, absolutely. And you guys,
1: I am so, I'm so excited about the two of us, the three of us working together.
2: Yeah. For, hey, wait. social media seminar.
0: <laughs> yeah. You know, that's coming know up. That's, so, uh, that's coming stoked. up in about
1: well, no, a month. I, I, I'm thinking of you, two And me, uh, you know, so the three of us, golly. And we got only an hour and a half to talk about everything in the social media world.
2: Oh, I know. That's going to be the biggest challenge, I think. But I'm really excited about it. Seeing everybody in L.A. and or actually Anaheim, technically. But uh, I, yeah. I think it's going to be a blast.
1: Mm
0: hmm. Well, there's so many, as you know, Dave, you and I did it in 2010, um, and there's been so many new uh, tools out there uh, ever since. You know, we've got Pinterest now that's taking over the world. Google Plus is making a huge splash. So the nice thing about social media is, you know, every year, you know, you're you're talking about something completely different because there's all kinds of brand new bells and whistles that are available out there for free. These are free marketing tools. No
1: question, and Facebook—just uh, keeping up with Facebook alone is is a challenge because they keep you know changing their protocols, their rules, their you know their interface, and and you're the guy on top of that. Always, I, I look to you for inspiration there and, and guidance because you seem to always get your page looking so great. So, you know, she's just keeping up with Facebook alone is enough. Uh, yeah, it's it's a challenge.
0: I, I do have to say that I rediscovered the recommendation. Uh, element in LinkedIn. I just got back on that horse.
1: Real powerful.
0: Yeah, very powerful. I don't know why the hell I ever got away from it, but uh, what's nice is when, when people do write a recommendation for you uh, and you publish it to your profile, it'll, it shows up on the feed on LinkedIn, and that is very powerful.
1: Yeah, plus it, it provides great verbatims for you to use on your website, you know, when, when you want to just put up something, you know. From a, from a client or, or even associate, you know, it, it gives you the words you can use to to repurpose on, on your testimonials. Yeah, you know what I'm
0: definitely. Saying? Absolutely. And testimonials yeah. are a crucial uh, part of a really good, effective website as well. So you found people to actually say good things about you then, Terry? Well, you know, <laughs> I had to buy him a beer at Voice 2012. You know, there's always perks. You know, it's like, hey, you say this, I'll get you this gig. No. Um, so for those of you, I'm mean, Trish and I have been kind of rambling on about this for for our last uh, few episodes of the Voice uh, Voiceover Cafe. But uh, of course, uh, all three of us will be doing a seminar on social media and the voiceover business. And that is what is the exact date that we'll be doing that? That's Thursday. The I don't have the calendar right in front of me. <laughs> we don't even know. No, it's the 14th.
1: I think is the holy 14, cow. Really? I don't know. Where's the Where's the calendar? Coming? For God's sake! Oh. <laughs> Everybody's um, reaching for their cell
0: phone. Oh yeah, I'm Hold reaching on. for the iPhone. We are on uh, Thursday morning, the fourteenth. At eight thirty a.m., we'll be uh, we'll be taking the stage and we'll be talking all things social media and hey, the that's voice of Biz. Day.
1: I'm wearing my colors, buddy.
0: Yeah, definitely. Well, you might you might be in for a few surprises on uh, what our yeah. wardrobes are going to look like. But uh, for those of you that are attending Voice 2012 uh, in Disneyland, there definitely uh, stop by for our presentation, and we promise it'll be uh, educating as well as entertaining.
2: Oh yeah, we got a cool. We got a couple of cool tricks up
0: our sleeve, so mm-hmm. I'm very excited.
2: And It'll be cool to see you guys too.
0: And Dave, you're Same still uh, Dave. You're still anchoring the news. Yes, I am.
1: Uh, three shows a day, five days a week. Uh, you know, sometimes it feels like a grind, and other times I've, I'm grateful for the routine. So I, I don't know what to say about that. It's uh, it is a it is a busy uh, time in my life. I've got a lot going on. So, but uh, you know, while the TV thing is a solid. Uh, routine. The voiceover thing for me is my passion. And I just, I enjoy the community of it. And I, I enjoy the technical aspect, the talent aspect. The, and plus, it's my business. It's all right, my baby. Yep. And I love having the chance to run my own business.
0: Now, is there a chance you could plug the Voiceover Cafe on the evening news?
1: <laughs> uh, it's only a reach of couple of million people but i can try
0: (laughs) we're looking for downloads (laughs) we're looking for shares we're looking for our audience and uh so far so good but uh uh any cool things you're working on now or anything you have coming up that uh you want to address on the show here
1: just that the the, uh, the World Voices thing is, is has turned into a, a kind of a giant time suck because uh, it's just there's so many little ducks to get in a row as I was mentioning earlier. There's just a lot of th- things that we want to get done organizationally so we can just really shout to the world, hey, we're here and come and join us. So that's that's the newest biggest thing I'm working on. Other than that. No, I got a couple of public appearances this weekend, and that's always uh, kind of a zap on the time as well. But um, life is good. I am blessed and and, uh, great to have friends like you guys. So looking forward to to seeing you in June and and presenting the heck out of the social media thing.
0: Yeah, I can't believe it's only a month away. Yeah, let's see if we can get some work done before then. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, that's the other thing. Yeah, i got to work on the presentation. <laughs> yeah, vo- voice. We have a webinar coming up with, with uh, Edge Studio. Uh, got a webinar coming up with Edge Studio on social media in just a couple of weeks, too. So I'll try to cover. With uh, Kodos? The... Yeah, I know. I'm going to be lost.
0: <laughs> oh, man. Well, I tell you what, voice talents and attention spans don't work very well together. But you know that when it, when it comes time, when the bell rings, we'll be ready yeah we'll be on we'll be on man the <laughs> all show right
1: must go on and we'll be there
0: all right corvo uh the pleasure is always ours and uh you know we'll have you on again to talk about you know once world voices gets up and running of course you're welcome to come back anytime and cool. uh and let us know about the progress
1: hey i'm so happy for your success with the show again i know a lot of people are excited you brought it back so kudos to you guys
0: all Thank right, you. thanks, man. Have a great weekend, and uh, yep. we'll talk to you soon. Uh, the next time we get together, that uh, that first shot of Patron is on me.
1: I <laughs> love it. All right, buddy. <laughs> Bye, Dave. All right, take Bye. care.
2: Wow. I, I think that uh, he really kind of gave us some good insight on what really happened with uh, with Savoa and the new World Voices organization.
0: Yeah, you know, I didn't really care for him. <laughs> Just not a big fan of Dave. Not a big fan of Corvo. Not not just not much of a fan. I just I really don't believe in anything that he's doing.
2: You guys have absolutely no chemistry together whatsoever. (laughs) (laughs) Honestly, though, I mean, the the chemistry that you guys had on stage at Voice uh, 2010 was phenomenal. I mean, just the two of you. This is as excited as I am to be part of the social, the the super socials and what we're doing with social media uh, at Voice 2012. uh, I'm almost hesitant to break up the chemistry that you guys had at your own because the just the two of you did did the uh the webinar back in 2010 so um but the three of us will have a blast but uh, the two of you were, were hilarious together because you know it's just a it's just a good you guys just have a chemistry so well
0: fun. i appreciate that it is kind of like it's almost like zz top adding a third guitar player <laughs> you know, why? Why screw up the chemistry? They got a great thing going on, and now they're doing this. No, you'll be great. You're you are the Twitter queen. Um, I'm pretty good at it, but you're great at it. So that's. Uh, I think. I think. Uh, I think this is going to be a great seminar. Yeah, uh, when the three we're there. of us are
2: just a good compliment to one another. So, and and we we have a lot of fun together when we, when the three of us are actually in the same room, which is rare.
0: Right. Well, speaking of Voice 2012, uh, on our next show, we are going to... Uh, our next guests will be James Alberger and Penny Apshire. They are the founders of Voice 2012. Of course, James has that... Uh that best-selling voiceover book out there called the art of voice acting. So we'll have those guys on to just kind of tell us about, uh, you know, why the location changed from, you know, from LA to Anaheim and, and how the Disney thing, uh, how that idea, uh, came up and just kind of what to expect, uh, in Mm -hmm. voice 2012. So it'll be fun talking to them on our next show.
2: Definitely. And of course, we'll have the random Skype call and more legal minutes with Rob and all kinds of fun features. So stay tuned for next time.
0: All right, Trish, thank you as always. And we will see you on the next episode of the VoiceOver Cafe. VO News served up piping hot. That's a wrap on another episode of the VoiceOver Cafe. This is Sean
1: Caldwell. Thanks for listening. Be sure to check out other riveting episodes at voiceovercafe.org.